Okay, I need this to be done as quickly as possible. I'm trying to get away from you. <laughs> you, you are, are now, now listening, listening to, to The, the Black, Black Spark. Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in, in this, this crazy, crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to the Black Spark. Welcome to the Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. We'll be back for episode 49, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's crazy. It's going by real fast. How was your week? My week was lovely. Full of work. Good work. Crazy things happened. And we stepped it up. Like, I literally lost a day and a half on one project. Oh, my God. somebody was acting crazy. Oh, Lord. And response was needed. Yes, but dug deep and worked it out with the team. Um, also, I, on these evenings, I've been spending a little bit of time on Clubhouse. It's been funny. <laughs> <laughs> because of the stupid impeachment, right? And we met a few people. We, we built some new relationships. We There's a bunch of black conservatives, like, talking oh all this stuff. God. And as o- I'm an open human being, so I'm, like, listening to what their perspective is. Uh-huh. And some of it is wild. And then some of it makes sense. And I'm like, ah, how do I bridge the gap? They keep talking uh, about these. Oh, we we focusing on the policies. We focusing on the policies. And we be like, what policies? They're like, oh, the First Step Act and the HBCU. And I'm like... Okay, I appreciate those things. We're not taking that away from the administration. Um, we'll wait to see how it all plays out. Mm, but mm. I feel like those things were useful and important. Are useful and yeah, yeah. And but as a whole, dude was crazy. Like putting us in national security jeopardy. Yes. Like, so like as a whole, we're talking about as a whole. How are you as a whole a Trump supporter when all you're hanging your hat on is up to the people with selective things like the conservative white conservative um, evangelicals? They hang their hat on. Oh, we support Trump because he's anti-abortion and, and you he know, held Bible upside anti-same-sex down. marriage. It's like that's those are the only two things that matter to you. You're not and worried about his policies in other places and where it's he's the same threatening thing other people for and these befriending black conservatives. dictators. But anyway, I'm cutting anyway, you off yeah. because so I'm that saying was... that this impeachment was my week too. Sorry. Just a whole hot mess of a week because yes. of the impeachment. <laughs> <sighs> Yo, so you had the impeachment on all day. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yes. and Saturday. And I only really saw it when I came out of my bedroom, a.k.a. my office, <laughs> to actually see what's going on and help these children. Yeah. I mean, the question is, do we even still have... Do we have a democracy? Have we ever had a democracy? And if we had one, do we still have one? Because what the what what is happening? We've had an indirect representative republic. We do not have a direct democracy. People yeah, need to understand that. And... The in so that's the problem. So what we have now is within the nature of the indirect representative government because they're not actually obliged to do what the people need. How about this? To your point, the fifty-seven senators who voted to convict Donald Trump for this impeachment, um, they represent. Two-thirds, so 67% of the entire population of the United States. And that wasn't enough to be able to convict him. He still was acquitted. Because Mm. the other 43 senators, Mm -hmm. you needed a two-thirds vote Mm -hmm. in the Senate. So that's why. So it's like, even the the senators and representatives who represent 
the most people. Mm-hmm. Like they, they where, still where don't the have a sh- is yeah. supposed to yeah. But the votes for the witnesses, they got the Democrats got that and then they backed down because some of the witnesses said that they wouldn't be um they wouldn't cooperate very easily. And then the re- the Republicans threatened to just block all of Biden's agenda if we if the Democrats move through with trying to get a bunch of witnesses. So the Democrats folded. And it's like, but they're gonna oh block they gonna block Biden's they agenda block anyway. Anyway, they bluffing. Oh my god. But either way, I understand. I, I know that I'm I know that I'm just emotional about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's I understand. Warranted. Yeah, but I understand. Look, he's not going to be convicted. It doesn't matter how many witnesses you bring, whatever you show, these people are craven and they're not going to convict him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Democrats have decided. And so they're just like, there's no point in us dragging this out when we actually have work to do. I, I appreciate them for that, but it's still it's still disheartening and dispiriting. And, and at the same time, so many people are like, yo, and this is the problem because they won't stand up because right. we're playing this game when people's lives are in alignment. Mm-hmm people's mm-hmm. not just livelihoods but like mm-hmm. our nation this nation is crumbling mm-hmm. and Capitalism we're still playing the games up. we're still playing these mm-hmm. games yeah so that that was the week and okay before we finish off the week the problem is we're not even talking about a criminal conviction right we're just saying please don't let him be eligible to run again and no That's other it. and That's no it. other president should be able to do this we're saying yeah. we're setting the precedent of whether another leader is able should to be able do to this. act this way yes yeah, so, so when they lose an election they can just lie and say they won not concede ever and yeah. summon a mob to democrat or like, republican yeah they could both act this way yeah so it's not okay ugh. yeah anyway, that was the week next <laughs> let's talk about them damn kids them damn kids let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids So, on one occasion, when I was getting a little break from work, the kids came in the room, and it was like, past lunchtime, I was like, all right, I've been in the office, I've been in hours of meetings. All right, cool, we'll chill for a minute. So, they played on, the, on our bed for a while, we cuddled, we jumped around and whatnot, and then I was like, all right, y'all, I got a meeting, y'all gotta go. And I had taken out some of these towels that we use for hand towels for the children's bathroom. And they were sitting on the bed, and I was like, yo, y'all wanna help me fold these up? And Tatum jetted out the room. <laughs> and so I was like, yo, Sinai, you want to help fold these things up? Mm. Sinai goes, mm, no, thank you. I said, okay. And then she's walking out. I, I thought we were done. Mm-hmm. She climbs off the bed and starts walking out and waves her hand. And she goes, I mean, I don't even want to fold the clothes with you. And I'm like, yeah, you ain't got to talk to me like that. <laughs> I'm like, you had already said, oh, no, thank you, which was wonderful. And I had already said, okay, that's fine. <laughs> And then she, like, waits a few seconds and on the way out the door on that little door handle comment, like, I mean, I don't even want to fold clothes with you. <laughs> Which is Why sad. you going to talk to me like that? Which is sad. I just want to say because I was in the bathroom and I noticed that their clothes were still on the floor from when they showered. And I called and I said, you know, there's still clothes in here from the shower. One of you people need to come and pick these up and put it in the hamper. And Sanaya comes running and she says, I will help because I want to be a responsible member of the family. <laughs> so I guess she just don't like you this week. Yeah. <laughs> I like when she does that, that whole responsible member <laughs> of the family thing. But she be wishy-washy with it. Well, she's four. Well, her sister had already jetted, so she was ready to go. And, you know, that's her little follow-follow right there. 
Do you have a damn damn kids? So I just want to say we just came off of Valentine's Day and my son, who is eternally in love with me, says, um, we were watching TV. I guess there was an old woman on the TV and <laughs> my son says to me, well, I'm glad you don't have wrinkles. I don't want to know what you'd look like with wrinkles. <laughs> and that's how I know that he loves me just the way I am. Because that's, that's what he meant to say. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got a translator. That's what he meant to say. That's what he meant to say. You don't know that boy meant to say. You're beautiful just the way you are. That's, oh, that's what, what he, he meant to that's say? That's what he meant. Yo, y'all should see. When he was young, not even. She would be like, don't talk to my perfect son like that. <laughs> The boy is like all colicky, burping on me, yelling at me, screaming in my face with gas. She's like, my son is perfect. You better treat him properly. Get up and walk around. Burp him properly. He's perfect. Okay. All right. I get it. He's, he's not perfect, but he definitely loves me just the way I am. He does. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes. It's time for Ask Adai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblacksparkpodcast. My sister and I have shared clothes forever. Recently, she had a baby. Problem is, she's no longer a size 8, but she still wants to share my clothes. Uh -uh. Now, I have no kids. It's just me. So my clothes are all designer. I like to spend my Saturday mornings at Saks. Because I shop so much, I've offered to buy her things. However, she just says, I'll buy it from you if I need to. She's a she's my baby sister, so I feel guilty saying no, but something has got to give. How do I let her know we can't share clothes anymore? And why? Without hurting her feelings. Signed, she stretched my favorite jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yo, sis. Um, we can't rock together no more. Aww. Or you put limits on it. Yo. You put limits on it. So how do I change the behavior without hurting her feelings? First of all, you can't control whether or not her feelings are going to be hurt. Let's be clear about that. However, you can control your transmission of your <laughs> message, right? And so it's entirely possible to be like, look here. I know we were rocking the same for a while. <laughs> But me and you, we not the same no more, sis. <laughs> and you stretch my favorite jumper. And we need parameters now. <laughs> parameters. Parameters, yeah. <laughs> I need to set I need to set new guidelines. I need to draw the line somewhere because you don't stretch the line. <laughs> or You I just mean, gonna have to treat y'all so, like you're gonna have to act like y'all are twins now. When you go to sex, you buy you one, you buy her one, okay? She could do that. So here's the thing. Yeah, if you got it like that, then don't never mind what she say about I'll just borrow yours because you should be thinking, oh, I'll just stretch yours. <laughs> so go ahead. And if you got the finances, go ahead and pay it forward and give it to sis. Because you know she's spending all her money on the baby. So yeah. And I mean, yeah, she got a baby. She can't help what has happened to her. <laughs> but you can help what will happen to your clothes. <laughs> so. Get her some shit. And what's cool about it is it'll fit her the right way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Instead of her being possibly, um, you know, people be snickering on the side like, yo. Snickling. Snickling. Talking <laughs> about, I don't know who she thinks she is. Why she wearing that? She knows she got a baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the way to do that. 
I love it. Yeah. Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Dropping knowledge. Life hacks and shit. Analog relationships in a digital world. Today's topic, communication. So I have actually been hearing about the issues with digital communicating and yep. digital relationships or just relationships in this digital world. Where Online we just, dating, yeah. texting. Yes, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I actually have an interesting story. Or actually, it was the first story where I realized that this is a problem. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I had a patient back in Atlanta and she had just had a baby. She and the uh, her child's father were not married. He had a another son who was older and they had like... A difficult relationship in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. But she's like, yeah, you know, we argue all the time. Not not face-to-face, just, you know, in the text message. And I was like, what? That's not an argument. She's like, she's like, yeah, he be in one room, I be in the other. We just be going at it, saying all kinds of crazy stuff to each other on the text. But we don't say none of that face-to-face. And I'm like... Really? That's when I realized. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> yes! Yeah, she calling him all out, his name, cursing, caps, locks, and phone. all the stuff, all on the text. All on the text. All on the text. But they in the same house. But they in the same house. And, and then how do you communicate when you going past them to go to the bathroom? You act like you never... Or you got to get around them in the kitchen. You hardly act... You hardly even acknowledge all of the, all of the smoke. You just fuming <laughs> around the house. So, you know, this year, like I said, I'm, I'm loving this topic about analog relationships mm-hmm. in the digital world because it's something that, especially with coronavirus and lockdowns, it's mm-hmm. something that we really need to master. And we're forced into the digital world, so we have to retain and or build the skill mm-hmm. of, an, of, of having an analog relationship. So this time we're talking about communicating. And so, you know, that means not arguing over text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and text is creating other problems because you're only getting a portion of mm-hmm. the natural human communication. Yes, your energy, your body language, eye contact. Ton- intonation, all those things. All those things. Right, missing. Yes. So you can misinterpret a lot of what is said via text mm-hmm. and a person may not have been trying to be rude mm-hmm. or whatever. So, you know, for me... I, I, like I said, we grew up in an era where we actually saw live action breakups. Yeah. People actually. <laughs> when, you, when you hung up the phone, it made a clanging sound. <laughs> <laughs> People actually waited to speak to you to tell you mm-hmm. it's over. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the last time I'm coming over here. I'm just letting you know you done fucked up. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. Whatever you it know. Is. But just being honest with people and having the courtesy to actually respect them enough. To speak with them face to face. No ghosting. Mm-mm. No ghosting. No swiping left. I don't even know. Is it swipe? I don't know which way you're supposed to. Which way y'all supposed sure. to swipe? Swiping people away. Let's just call it that. Swiping people out of your life. Yes. And also it means giving people the chance to disappoint you. Yes. We live in a world now where you feel. So many people feel like. A better, cuter, more handsome, Somebody more successful is, around the corner. is right around the corner. Or around the swipe. <laughs> and true. if you just keep swiping enough, you'll find exactly the perfect human being. And there are no perfect Which human beings. Which is not possible. Yes. So it's, it means communicating in an analog fashion means giving people the chance to disappoint you. Well, let's giving be clear. Your chance, hold on a second. Giving yourself a chance to be disappointed and to work through that. Yes, there it is. 
right? Here it is. And and I don't mean, you know And I don't, don't take trash. Right. I don't mean take trash and and, and suck it up and no. and no. having to settle for things that are clearly on your deal breaker list. Yeah, don't do that. Not talking about that. Right. I'm saying if somebody just was run late away at the slightest thing. Right. You're like, oh, he ain't shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And also it means utilizing the digital communicating um forms yes yes in a healthy way yes so we're in covid times a lot of people are not seeing people face to face fine mm-hmm. that's why we have zoom and skype and facetime and people are dating on facetime mm-hmm. people are, and it, that thing that's a beautiful thing set up the table mm-hmm. get yourself a little tripod mm-hmm. set up your ipad right mm-hmm. there get your nice utensils out <laughs> you know what i mean get your wine yes. log in or pomegranate juice that's what i use Get your pomegranate juice mixed with wine. Yeah. That tastes yeah. good, too. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and it also means, you know, we used to give people phone calls. Hey, I made it such and such a place. Now, okay, it's okay to send a text for those things. Yes. But, you know, utilizing your digital communication in a positive, healthful, mm-hmm. helpful way. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I'm here. Oh, I was just thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this joke? Or just, you know, touching base with people throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that they don't feel like you forgot about Another thing I was thinking about is I've seen where people you can go for a virtual walk, right? You can't necessarily be together, but it's important to think about if you were going for a walk, if you were strolling down the street, which you got to go the right safe street right now (laughs) because COVID is out there looking for you and crazy people, crazy people too. Mm -hmm. But you go on, you get a little FaceTime and you walk around. Look, this is what this is what my scene looks like. This is what my scene looks Mm -hmm. like. You know. Um, and so just spend a little time, do some of those things that you might do in person and flip the script and figure out how you could do it digitally because we can't really be next to each other like that. And don't be, uh, what do they call I'm gonna call them screen thugs. Don't be a screen thug, especially not with your partner. Like people really take this behind the screen anonymity or distance distance. so they can say whatever craziness that they would never say to the person. Right. Face to face. You would never disrespect your partner or your love interest in X way, mm-hmm, <laughs> in this particular mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm. face to face. So some don't people. do it over text. Mm-hmm, some people. It's it's interesting how some people have developed their communication skills through the digital interface and now saying wild shit in people's faces, <laughs> which is creating problems too. <laughs> However, let's talk about the one of the quality, one of the key elements of analog relationships is empathy. Yes. And so we want to think about what's about to come out of our mouths before we actually convey it. Mm-hmm. That's real important. Yes. Yes. And also another another part is really imagining, going to your point of empathy, is thinking about how this other person is feeling, what they're going through before you react to whatever it is that they've said. Mm-hmm. What's the context? In, yeah, we live in a time where we're looking at people's, you know, photo albums like your home photo album with Mm -hmm. all of your wonderful beautiful events that's what we have now with facebook and instagram we're only seeing the best things Mm -hmm. but that person could be going through depression that person could be suicidal that person Mm -hmm. could be having you know their mama died their dog they could have and right out of the shot the whole rest of the living room is a mess right the whole rest of the scenario is trash they're a whore no that's not even a mess we set up the studio. That stuff had to move. Don't be like that. Anyway. But yeah, like being empathetic, knowing that what you're seeing on the social media sites is just a small, a, a small percentage snippet and yeah. a, a curated yes. Yes. snippet yes. of a person's life. So yeah. 
So I would say take advantage of this COVID quarantine if you're observing quarantine. <laughs> if you have the privilege to enjoy it in any way, yes. go ahead and think build, creatively. Yeah, and build these analog relationships. Get on FaceTime. Really like sit and talk to people for hours. We mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. We used to do that. Yeah. Do How- people still do that? Listen, sit down, be yeah. quiet, listen and talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love right. it. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, my turn. Ain't they really learn all they need to know by watching the news this week? Like we good. <laughs> we pretty much are. I just got a couple things. So on this Black History Month <laughs> 2021, parents in Utah have been allowed to opt their kids out of Black History classes. Mm. And some Republicans are wanting to punish schools that teach the 1619 Project. So there's that. Happy mm. Black History mm. Month. Uh, a COVID-denying Republican Congressman, Ron Wright, died of COVID two days after complaining about how schools need to be open. Oh, my God. So there was that. Sorry. They changed the name of Angel Mama Syrup. And the logo, and now it's replaced with Pearl Mining Company. I don't know, but somebody said that sounds just as racist. <laughs> I don't get it how it sounds just as racist, but they changed the name and the logo. So black people still going into Walmart talking about I need that ancient mama syrup. But um, do it taste good though? <laughs> it's the same thing. Pearl, well, I don't want to eat Pearl Mining Company. <laughs> you want to eat ancient mama? Mm, you see them cheeks? <laughs> cute. Uh, Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, has decided to stop playing the national anthem before any home games. He doesn't plan to resume the tradition. So, you know. Interesting. Progress? The Mavs are, are a basketball team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And... So she said, progress? <laughs> What's happening? The Minnesota police officer, Derek Chauvin, who, um... Yes, he put his his knee on um, George Floyd's, Floyd's neck. neck. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was prepared to plead guilty to third degree murder in the death and killing of George Floyd. And then, but then Attorney General William Barr blocked the deal. Yep, he blocked the deal because Attorney General William Barr knows that. This police officer has a great chance of getting off without a conviction. So he's like, dude, don't take the plea. You ain't going to jail anyway. If I if I if I keep this deal, you're gonna go to jail. I'm trying to I'm trying to look out for you. So that's that wow. happened. It was this a federal case or a state case? Because they talking about we don't like big government. And now this dude's coming from on high. He might have told to the, he might have told the local uh, people, I don't know. Of course, like the local federal. I'm just, I, I get it. I'm I think just it was a federal hate crime case, probably. Okay, that's what I want to know. I don't know. Don't quote me, but I know that the, I know he's the one who actively blocked the deal. Yes. Wow. Declined or blocked? I want to. Y'all go ahead and look that up, please. Blocked. So charges were dismissed. Remember that old guy in Buffalo during the Black Lives Matter protests yes, the somewhere where they knocked up. him down. Yeah, they, they didn't beat him up. They just knocked I mean, him. They just rammed through him, mm-hmm. and he was on the ground with his head leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and they stepped over him. The charges were dismissed. I want to read a quote by uh, Michael Harriet, the homie Michael Harriet. Please yes. follow him on on Twitter and Instagram. Hilarious. He just posted on Saturday. I hate to say I told you. Seriously, I hate it. There isn't a single instance in history where white people were held accountable by other white people. Every time I start believing it may happen, I remind myself: white folks are going white folk. 
Uh-uh. But I still hate saying it. But it's true. Like, we just went through this impeachment. I'm telling you about these these cops that pushed down an old elderly white dude that had his head I mean, leaking on the was, ground. Yeah. Like, the lady from 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 the insurrection going to Mexico on a vacation. Like, they don't they don't hold each other accountable. So, Michael Harriet is right. That's bananas. Yo. I mean, I, yo, when I saw that video, I, I was thinking at least he would get some kind of justice. This mm-hmm. poor little old man. Mm-mm. I mean, protesting or not, mm-hmm. but dude was knocked over. Yep, yep. Head leaking. On to the ratchet. Gorilla Glue girl got her hair back. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh, she man. got flewed out to California, and yep, some doctor yep. out here was like, "Let me help you, sis." Yeah, so, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he looked it up. My man, yo, peep game. He um, contacted Gorilla Glue. And they would not tell him their formula. They 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 were so confident in their formula. They were like, "Yeah, nah, bro, you can't do it." Because he's a chemist. He's a chemist, and he's like, "Oh, y'all not gonna tell me? That's fine. I'll figure it out." So he went and reverse engineered the the the, the antidote wow. for Gorilla Glue, and he combed her hair out. There was no surgery. Wow. He figured it out. And he combed her hair out to ne- wow. he neutralized Gorilla Glue. So he went online. He gave some of the ingredients that he used, but he refused to give all of it because he don't want to, you know, get sued. <laughs> um, but yeah, See, I brother, didn't even know all this. Yeah. The guys need to know. That's, 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 that's Clubhouse. That's Way. Clubhouse that did that for me. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, it's such it's such a beautiful thing. He was caring for her. That's a beautiful thing. She got flued out <laughs> and got hooked up. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. <laughs> T.I. and Tiny might be worse than we thought, y'all, mm. allegedly. But I ain't going into that. I'm just going to put that out there. Yep. Allegedly, they might be worse than what we thought. So, y'all y'all look into yeah, that. Keep your eyes out. <laughs> Rihanna is closing the Fenty fashion line. Oh. The clothing line. So, she's keeping the Savage X Fenty, the, the mm. lingerie, and she's keeping the makeup. But apparently, her business, t- the clothing line business took a big hit. Uh, due to COVID. <laughs> due to COVID, somebody was like, "I guess they found out that panties sell better in a panty than uh, <laughs> the pants do." So people ain't wearing pants. Wear pants. I don't. I, even, I ain't got no pants. I ain't got no pants right now. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, the NFL is using race to deny compensation for concussions. That's a thing. Um, yes. So, what? so the NFL is pretty much using a um, a rubric that pretty much scales potential intelligence levels based on one of the perimeter parameters are race. And so black men in NFL have score lower on this scale. So when they go and, you know, years after they retire from the NFL and now they have these brain injuries from all the concussions, this scale tells them that, hey, you weren't going to really gonna be have... smart anyway, yep. bro. You ain't have all your marbles to begin with. So we don't, need to, we don't need to pay for this. That is dirty. Yes. And apparently they only hire doctors that will use their rubric. So... Woo, child, whole mess. What is going on with us? On this Black History Month 2020. Oh, my goodness. And lastly, we just want to talk about these two movies we saw this week. We saw Malcolm and Marie, which was really, really interesting and good. That I thought was... it, I thought I, I was clowning it last time. I thought it wasn't going to be good, but I thought it was really good. What do you think? I thought it was going to be what it was. The birds are who we thought they were. <laughs> I thought it was going to be what it was, but it was harder to watch than yes. I expected because it was so well acted. 
Yeah. It was hard to watch. I um, just don't understand. Maybe I am extremely naive, but I just don't understand how people fight like this. How do people fight with speaking to your significant well, other with such vitriol? When you carry so much harm, I mean, when you carry so much hurt, mm-hmm. and the only person you're with, you're interacting with them. Oh you're still gosh. carrying those scars, and you're, you're like literally you're sparring. My, yeah, my pain body is still in here. I'm. I'm still living with it, and your pain body's still getting triggered. So we're like triggering each other. Yeah, and it's it was hard to watch, but it was they were so good. Mm-hmm. These characters are oh my god, they all I have, thought they were great. And anyway, watch the movie; it's fun. Yes, and we watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, 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 yes. And apparently, there's mixed reviews. I thought it was pretty good for what it was. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. Here's the thing: we've been enjoying these retellings and these documentaries of 2021 because it shows in 2021, a, in 2021 because <laughs> it shows a broader spectrum than some of the romanticization that we've seen in the past, either from the conservative side or from the black power side. Mm-hmm. And it, I liked it because um, it gave us the the zoom in lens on specific characters. I already know what happened with the Panthers and the larger trajectory, but it was interesting because. I had not known about Judas. I ain't, we ain't going to spoil it for right. you. But I did we not gonna know. We're going to spoil it next episode. Next time we talk about this, we say You better have watched watch the movie. Okay? <laughs> and the ending got me. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I watched those shows. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Damn. So it was, it was, it was good. It was good. It was very cinematically done. Yes. And it wasn't. It was like half documentary, half drama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah. And I, the music, I, the music was good. The score was good. Music so. was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the way Daniel Kaluuya played it out because sometimes, well, oftentimes, I couldn't understand what he was saying, and that was a beautiful thing <laughs> because he was really channeling. channeling he was channeling it. Yo, Pete Gang, the clubhouse that night. After, right had, after the movie. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield and a bunch of the writers and the people in the movie were in a clubhouse and they were talking about it and analyzing it and it was amazing. It was beautiful. So it helped me to temper my critique of it because I got to hear the creators and the actors talk about their experiences and how it was transformative and how the spirit and the ancestors were in the space when they were filming it. And Fred Hampton Jr. was in the room yes, in he the was. clubhouse. So y'all, if yes, y'all are on Clubhouse, please get on and follow us. Yeah, some just of the... search for the Black Spark Podcast and yep. you will find both of us there. Just hit the follow button. Yeah, sorry to friends who ain't got the iPhone. You want a droid, you out there right now. <laughs> you're getting in when you get in. All right, so for the send-off, I just want to say that it is the day after Valentine's Day. And the people who booed up, been booed up, they've been booed up for almost a year now because we in a panty. <laughs> so, we in a par- parallelogram. We in the panoramic. <laughs> <laughs> so, the people who ain't booed up probably are more receptive to you right now. So, shoot your shot. Everybody. <laughs> like, you a guy, get in them DMs. You a girl, get in them DMs. Put your silhouette challenge. Do whatever you got to do. This is the perfect time. It's the day after Valentine's Day. You ain't got nothing to do. You know what I mean? You ain't got no job. You know what I mean? You ever had a cracker after being in the desert? Mm. That's a good-ass cracker. What's that, salty? Shoot your shot, baby. Shoot your shot. Spark it up. Spark it up, yo. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.